AMSA AdLib is supported by the academic group. Students on a clinical elective, a rotation, or just observing are required to carry short-term medical malpractice insurance. The academic group offers AMSA members worldwide a 10% discount on this coverage. Visit our website for details at amsa.org academicgroup. Turning passion into motivation is a critical skill that keeps medical students and pre-meds on the track to becoming practicing physicians. Sometimes the dream of becoming a physician and advocate for health is a literal one. Sometimes a particular interest might call you away from the path to medicine briefly. Passion and interest guides pre-medical students too, and at least one student suggests it's better to focus on one's interests instead of pursuing a formula for medical school. My name is Janelle Renee Johnson, and I attend Universidad Autónoma de Guadalajara in Mexico. I'm a third-year medical student. When someone considering the medicine asks me about medical school, I tell them, where there's a will, there's a way. You don't have to be the smartest person or the gunner. Um, you just have to be very hardworking. And if you really want it to happen, it can and will happen. So don't give up and just keep pushing on if that's your dream. Um, do whatever it takes. If you have to go to an interna international school, if you have to go out of state, if you have to sacrifice, Medi medical school is about sacrifice, but if it's your true passion and what you want to do, it's worth it in the end. Hi, I'm Benjamin Lee. I go to Meharry Medical College. I'm finishing up my first year in medical school. In medical school, uh, it's not an easy easy path. Right? Um, you spent most of your days studying and all, but in the long run, uh, it'll be extremely worth it. Uh, why? Um, everyone has their reasons. Right? For me, um, I had two occasions that really changed the way I think about medicine and see and how I view my role as a future physician. Uh, one of the two things. All right? um, I believe that as physicians in the future, we can become global ambassadors for peace. Um, the reason why I had such a thought and something that I aspire to is because in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, or in medical school, at Meharry Medical College, I was um, at night, I was just sleeping nicely. And we have some crazy thunderstorms in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, there's like a war is going on, right? So I was just sleeping um, and just dreaming, right? And then when you sleep, you sort of have ups and highs and lows, right? um, REM cycles and stuff. I guess um, the first first um, thunder thunder sound uh, was the loudest, and it caught me at a time when, I guess, um, when I was in, in a lighter sleep mode. Um, and I essentially, it felt like my, my reality in my dream um, was being torn apart. So I woke up screaming, right? And then, when I woke up screaming in hysteria, and I realized, man, war is not something that anyone um, should have to experience, especially children. Um, it, is, it is something that, um, in this day and age, people should really not just take up arms. Right? It's something that should be worked out um, you know, for the sake of children right? and of the future of humanity. Right? And a second, right, um, second extra motivating, I had another dream <laughs> where um, I, ha I had a dream where I was supposed to be giving, uh, well, I was hanging out, doing my thing, and I met 
a gentleman, and all of a sudden he collapsed, and I'm not too sure if he had he was choking or if he was in cardiac arrest. But then and I tried to give him CPR, and I realized I in my dream I forgot how to do CPR, and currently um, I am not that great at CPR. <laughs> and given that, um, so slowly in the dream, as the dream progressed, I was trying to, I, since I was the only person in the vicinity who had some sort of medical training, I was doing everything I could to try to um, save his life or help him or something. But as he was choking um, or in distress uh, and on the floor, he turned blue. Then he eventually turned purple, his face. Uh, and then he died and I woke up feeling pretty bad. And after that, recently, um, I became extra committed to my studies as a medical student. When it comes to medicine, um, you know, it is a business, it is um, an art, it is a science too at the same time. Um, but I think in medical education, um, there should be more uh, we should also consider the, the human, human, humanistic facets of medicine and um, how that brings us together and um, how we essentially serve as one of the pillars of, of civilization. Right? Um, and we should, we as physicians should appreciate that and also, and with that understanding, um, you know, work to do our part in making the world a better place, right? One of which is being an ambassador of peace <laughs> and also util utilizing um, our training, um, our medical knowledge to uh, basically help as many people as we can, right? Um, with emphasis on children because children are beautiful and have all the, they're full of, they're, full, they're so full of hopes and dreams, right? And it's our job to nurture that. My name is Jay Kumar Matarada, and I am a rising senior at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So medical school is the goal, right? And a lot of people look for that like formula or that, um, that really rigid path to, to medical school. Um, and so it's like, okay, you have to be like a bio major or biochemistry major. You need to have like 400 hours of clinical and, you know, but I, I really feel like, you know, the journey to medical school is becoming far too formalized um, and I feel like people really circle their like or really you know I, I feel like the the experience of college is lost in the journey to medical school and so one of the things that our pre-medical team is actually working on right now is redefining the undergraduate experience for pre-meds um, and really redefining the extracurriculars that pre-meds pursue uh, on their path to medical school. But um, so I wrote this blog post and I think it really, I really believe in a lot of what I wrote and a lot of people have sort of agreed with me. But what I basically say is um, don't do extracurriculars for the sake of medical school, right? Obviously, like you have your interest. I mean, obviously you have like certain requirements, like you have to get clinicals and, and you have to volunteer. But like, I really believe in the fact that you should follow your interests. Um, because like when you follow your interest, you have this intrinsic motivation to do well in, in, with your interests, right? Um, and pursue those interests. And when you have that intrinsic motivation, that gives you the opportunity to grow with those interests. Um, and you know, like what, what medical schools look for is growth within your extracurriculars. And so I really feel like, you know, if as cliche as it sounds, like as a pre-med, 
there isn't really any routine. The only routine you should be following is like your your interests, and that is that is the path to medical school is your interests. Um, if you want to go to medical school, you have your reason. With regards to extracurriculars, there really is no defined pathway. It's just really what you want to, what, what your interests are, you know. I'm Rita Kavahara. I'm between my third and fourth years of med school doing a research fellowship at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill School of Medicine. I think for me, everything I've done is always what I love doing. So I'd say that if there's something that you really want to do and you think you would, you know, it would benefit you and your community or anything else in a way that is really meaningful to you, that you should go ahead and do it and just follow your passion in that respect. Because um, medical school can take a while and adding a year can can be adding time, but at the same time, if you're doing what you really love doing and it's something that you see yourself doing in the future, um, it's a great investment of your time and a great way to explore things in greater depth as a student. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. How have your passions kept you on track for medicine? Tell us at adlib at amsa.org. The interviews for today's episode were produced by me, Rachel Glassford. Special thanks to the participants at AMSA's Building on Foundations Leadership Meeting for their help. The episode was edited by Pete Thompson with help from Christine Camizio and Carol Clark. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer. AMSA AdLib is now available through iTunes, so you and your friends can now subscribe directly through your iPhone's podcasts or iTunes apps. Let us know what you think about AMSA AdLib so far. Email us at adlib at amsa.org. Thank you for listening. AMSA AdLib is supported by the Academic Group. Students on a clinical elective, a rotation, or just observing are required to carry short-term medical malpractice insurance. The Academic Group offers AMSA members worldwide a 10% discount on this coverage. Visit our website for details at amsa.org slash academic group.